Hello and welcome to Magnum She Wrote. My name is Erin and with me as always is my charming husband Cameron. How are you doing today, sweetheart? I am sleepy. Oh, well this isn't going to be very much fun. You want me, here, you know what? I got this. <laughs> you can go and I'll explain the episode and make fun of Rick's clothes and you can go. How about that? No, it's the episode's fault that put me out. This thing <laughs> it was, was really boring. That's what I'm saying. It was really boring. Oh my. It was really boring. Oh my gosh. But hmm. it all flowed. It was very linear. Uh, it flowed like a sea of NyQuil in my <laughs> brain. It was pretty boring. I lost interest maybe about seven minutes through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lost interest uh, pretty fast. Uh, but anyway. And it was predictable. Yeah, and that's the worst. That's yeah, it's the, worst. the worst. I think that's the worst thing yeah. when something is not very interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then it's also predictable. Right. But it, like, hems and haws its way to, like, saying what it's going to say. Yeah. And so you're sitting there from, like, minute one being like, just say it already. <laughs> in, in... Let's have this, ooh, reveal yeah, that we've already known would happen. We called this ages ago. Now, maybe it was a simpler time in the 80s. Maybe this maybe. was, like, really. Well, this is a very sexist show. So having. Yeah. Newsflash. So having your primary character of interest be a woman and be, you know, clever. Right. Is like, ooh, wow, she's a spy. Right. Oh, spoiler, she's a spy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now they're going to be bored for the whole (laughs) Well, they were already bored watching this episode. But anyway, the the episode we're talking about today is called No Need to Know. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) And um, IMDb describes it as, it's a pretty heavy episode, I suppose. Um, Is it? Well. I guess it's controversial, but, um, controversial. Uh, (laughs) Controversial. Oh my, no. (laughs) IMDb describes the episode as Magnum is hired to protect a British brigadier who is hunted by the IRA. The IRA makes it controversial. Yes. Right off the top. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to talk about any of that. No, we don't really get into that. Just that, you know, politics are involved and there's a long history with Ireland and England. Yeah. And um, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, what do you, you want to say? Do you want to say anything or do you want to jump in? I want to jump into this crappy theme song that they still have going. Oh, my God. How are we, how <laughs> are we on episode five and mm-hmm. they haven't gone back? To the original theme song. I have no idea. It's mind-blowing. And then they love it so much, they do it again at the end yeah. with stills from the episode they you just watched. Right, and the <laughs> stills are cut weird to yeah. like almost tell like a different story. It's yes. Like, it's like a sliding doors <laughs> thing. It's like, this is how it could have happened. <laughs> yeah, the, the theme song is still mm-hmm. space porn. It's still yes. awful. You you were hearing more horns this time. I was. I heard more trumpets. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like, know. oh, they're really bringing it this round. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we're going to make this work. It does exactly. not work. No, no, it does not. So as any exciting TV show starts off mm-hmm. with, it starts with a news report <laughs> of... Um, of a lot of bombing. A lot of bombing going on in Northern Ireland. Yeah. We only hear Huggins discussing it with Mr. Masters. Right. Over the phone. Who apparently has taken a side. Oh, yeah. They, I, he has taken a side. For sure. And he's allowed this Brigadier General, mm-hmm. Folks, to stay Which at his... Which the subtitles gave him two Fs. Is it spelled with two Fs? It is spelled with two so Fs. So it's Folks. Folks. Okay. 
and there is actually an IMDb trivia that I deemed too boring to read oh, that wow. goes into that. <laughs> well, let's not discuss this. It's the spelling of his name is so boring. <laughs> it was like I was falling asleep. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> but we are going to call him Fafolks. Fafolks. So this this Brigadier General is Brigadier Generaling over in Ireland. He's mm-hmm. a British. He's Brit. Because he is a British Yeah, yeah, you've said that like five times. So this British, British guy. (laughs) He's so British. He's so British. No, no, he's not actually. I didn't think he was that British. You wanted to hear something. Okay, I did actually have one trivia that I thought was interesting. Okay. Save it for the end. Okay, okay. But since it's a boring end. I'm throwing caution to the wind. (laughs) I'm going to tell you now. Did you know? No. (laughs) That both the folks and Huggins. Uh Uh-huh. Played Watson in a Sherlock Holmes thing. No, that's 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 the small part. Okay. The big part. The big takeaway I took from this piece of trivia mm-hmm. is Huggins mm-hmm. is not actually British. What? He's from Texas or something. No. Yes. My God. Okay. His acting is in a realm yeah, that deserves I, awards. He is. So, I always thought he was. I just British. thought he was British. I guess he's just so over the top stereotypical British that we Americans he, have been told what a British person I should be. I think he's cartoonishly yes, British. Yes, that's yeah. And to me, as an ignorant American, yeah. I'm like, yep, that seems about yep, right. That seems yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. But anyway, blah blah blah. He's invite Mr. Masters is inviting this for folks mm-hmm. in his like crew mm-hmm. to stay at his house because that's what he does. He's never there. He just like allows his house to be used. Oh, be couple- used by armies and, and stews. And stews. So he brought the stews back. Because they're like, you know, this bombing and the IRA. All I, of this is a very heavy so topic. Let's bring in so stews. let's bring in some stews. Let's, let's lighten the mood with some boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I should be like on a t-shirt. Lighten your mood with some boobs and then have like a glow or something. Oh my god. I'll wear it. <laughs> um, but uh, <clears throat> no, you won't. <laughs> Let me tell you now, you won't. But when we're told Magnum's out uh, on a case, so it's no problem for the stews to stay in the guest house mm-hmm. where he normally chills, and the folks can stay in the main house. Right. And I mean, like, and it, it, I always, I feel like we talked about this before, but it bears repeating. I don't understand what the purpose is. For masters to always like have like his house open to people when he's never there. Well, maybe it's just being rich. You can do whatever you want, I guess. What is the point? I I don't know. I don't. Know. I wouldn't want strangers in my. Ba- property. Basically, he's turned his house into like an Airbnb. That's it. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Except for they don't pay. No. And they just. I don't know what they do. And he like he he seems to favor controversial <laughs> political figures. <laughs> Or stewardesses. <laughs> he's a complicated man. He's, a, he's, a, he's an enigma. <laughs> oh, and I should say, Fafolks is someone that Huggins served under yes. in 51 mm-hmm. in Hong Kong. Yes. Whatever was going on there. Um, well, probably when the Brits had to leave China. Oh, I mean, they were probably leaving most of China, but Hong Kong were still theirs for like a really long time. A hundred years. It was a hundred years. Yeah. So, so maybe they were pulling out of the rest of China, but staying in Hong Kong, and that causes borders. I don't know. I feel like we're getting into some history stuff that, that we're going to have to Wikipedia to yeah. get a good answer. So don't even listen to us. No. Blah, blah, blah. He worked for them. They were in Hong Kong. Doesn't really matter. No, no. They know each other. There's a lot of history we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. 
I would say yeah. the majority of it, yeah. I probably don't know. <laughs> so Magnum gets to the house and the it's like I may have missed something, but it seemed like it was like some kind of sound sensor he was using, a phonic sensor to get in the house. And he's like, Huggins must have changed the frequency. Right, that was right? weird. It looked frequ- like a, it just looked like a gate opener. He said frequency though. Yeah. Frequency t- says to me like sound waves. Or yeah, some... that's really weird. So I guess you could open it with a radio if you turned it properly. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. These people are crazy. So he parks his Ferrari in the driveway, blocking the way. Yeah, fire as hazard. you do. And he climbs over the fence, proving once again that mm-hmm. their security now, all is this time, terrible. Yeah, now all this time there are pictures being taken of him. Okay. Yes. So Because you've got the like black little frame and little target thing. Yeah, he throws a duffel so bag. There and are someone cameras. gets like, a perfect shot of yeah. the duffel bag, well framed. And of him running, and it's around corners. And I'm like, oh, this must be a motion-sensitive camera that Huggins has installed. Now, but we'll get there when we get there because this is very confusing to me. The whole episode was confusing. Well, no, it's not. It wasn't confusing. It was just at boring, was but this boring. was just confusing and stupid. Right. We'll get there when we get there. Okay. But first, I have a question for you. Yes. Tom Selleck, handsome man? Sure. How do you feel about when he runs? <laughs> he does not look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody looks pretty when he they're running. He looks like a giraffe that's been hobbled. <laughs> Like and I love the some... still pictures of him. <laughs> he's like a, his hair is so back, <laughs> and he's clearly balding. Poor thing. But like you can't really see that when he's not running. Right. He's like the anti Tom Cruise. Yeah. I think Tom Cruise is a, a is a wee man. He's a so he's compact. Yeah. So he looks really great running, and yeah, he's he famously does. like runs in every movie. Yeah. Whether he, he can handle running, it, it looks good. He looks good running. Yeah. I think it's because he's he's such a gangly. Gangly goose. I don't know, but Mags like... Mags is a gangly goose. Okay, so you're sticking with that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but just wanted to talk. I, I, I just think Tom Cruise's uh, tight frame works in his favor. <laughs> <laughs> because it's all the hair. He needs all the hair. Right. His ruggedness is what makes him attractive. Right, he's very manly. Not his sleekness. <laughs> no. No, not at all. No, not at all. So he gets inside of his house... Were the dogs chasing him? I yeah, think dogs... yeah, and the dogs were taking forever to get him because I mean, he, was he actually for them. picks the locks right on his door right. before the dogs are even remotely close. Right, we just show them. We are just shown scenes of them running around trees and around corners, <laughs> like a Benny Hill, like a Benny Hill thing, <laughs> and then he gets in, and I'm like, this took a long time. How slow are these dogs? So, so let's take stock. Mm-hmm. So this a security system that Huggins and Mags have been for five episodes perfecting. He, he just able, leaps over the he wall. He was able to easily leap over the wall and walk. Yeah. Then jog. Yeah, and then like, easily prepare. outrun Zeus and Apollo. Easy, like lazy ass Dobermans. <laughs> they, picks a lock. Are. No alarm goes None. off. So he was able to get from the street mm-hmm. to the guest house, pick it, and get in mm-hmm. with no trouble. No trouble. Master should fire him. Yeah, for sure. And Huggins. Yes. So he gets inside of his uh, guest house, and he immediately gets jumped by these two men. Mm-hmm. We find out these are the British military. Uh, this is Fafolks. Fafolks. And his his goons, I guess. I don't know. Uh, soldiers. Goons. I guess they should call them goons. He's <laughs> <laughs> not like a mobster. <laughs> um, and they kind of pat him down. He's obviously upset. He's like, what are you doing in my house? Because this is, you know... 
yeah. essentially his house, and there's two women downstairs in his little... But they're just chilling. They're just watching casually. They're just watching all of us go down. Yeah, they're just watching that. Yeah. And Huggins enters in, and he says, oh, all these people are Mr. Masters' guests. Everybody here. Everybody's a guest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's like 10 people. So I took the liberty of giving these women your space. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and then, like, I don't know what the British people were even doing in there. I, I don't know. What were so, they doing in there with the women? that's not their space. Yeah. What were they doing in there? They're I, supposed to be protecting the brigadier. Why were they in the guest house? Why? Yeah. Why was the brigadier in that there? That is a good question. Were they drinking with the stews? I assume they must have been drinking with the stews. And we find out their names are Mandy uh-huh. and Susie, who you're not going to have to worry about because Susie is, like, not really she, even she's not, She is not a character. She's, she's not, not a human. She's just she's, there. She's a mannequin that they, yeah. like. That they place in different yeah, scenes. Yeah, she has like nothing to do with anything. No. <laughs> and then uh, poor Susie. And one of them says something about a body search. Like, yeah, Mandy she's like, like, and we were body searched. Yeah, she's like trying to like I don't know smooth things over. Or be like, oh, why didn't you body search yeah. him? And Magnum's like, body, body search. And they look at Huggins, Huggins, and apparently Huggins had body search, which them? he's never done before. Which is like really, and like Mags is like. Ew. Like, oh, you dog, man. Like, <laughs> like yeah, so he, apparently he's body searching just... You know, to be fair, I don't think he did. I think the, the Brigadier's guys did. Is that what they were doing in there? Maybe. I mean, like, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I don't know. I, I feel like if I was, like, invited to a place to And stay, I got body searched, I feel like I would be suing. Well, I don't even think... I wouldn't even get to the body searching part. I'd mm-hmm. be like, I'm like, I'm supposed to stay here. I'm here as his guest. We're going to have to body search you. Well, then I guess I'm yeah, not staying Yeah, I'm out here. of here then. There's yeah. a Motel 6 down the road. I will go stay there. Yeah. Like, I don't need to be here for this. The, the stews go down to the beach... Mm-hmm. And Mags takes off his shirt, unleashes the Yeti <laughs> on his chest. Wow! <laughs> now, how do you feel about a hairy chest? I don't. I don't like it. You're not. N- no bueno. No, no. no good. Mm-mm. No good. Trey like Mao. Yeah. Mm-mm. 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 What's wrong with a hairy chest? What? What specifically? Don't There's you like nothing about? wrong with it. Right. I'm just. I just don't like all that hair. You don't feel like it's like manly. I or... am not a fan of a bunch of hair. Right. I get you. You know, I don't like it long. Right. Yeah, you know, I just I just don't like hair. I feel like it gets everywhere. Hair does get everywhere. It gets everywhere. And your hair gets everywhere. I don't I don't think that's it. I hope I didn't sing enough that we have to pay royalties on that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so the I don't know why that, that, like that goes nowhere. See, I have nothing to say there except mm-hmm. oh, no, I do have something to oh, say there. Okay. Okay. That they're down by the beach and and there's a man in a catamaran, catamaran man. Catamaran man. And he's he's the guy taking pictures, we mm-hmm. find out. Mm-hmm. He's taking pictures of the stews. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Susie, in her, like, moment of glory on the show, <laughs> is like, that guy's a real, you know. Creep. Creep, real pervo. Mm-hmm. And Mandy's like, oh, don't worry about him. He's harmless. Uh-huh. Okay. See, as a woman who likes is to that, lay out in I a bikini. I don't feel like that's harmless. As a woman who likes to lay out in a bikini. Yeah. 
I would be sickened if I knew somebody was taking pictures yeah, of Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's got the full-on, like, zoom lens and yeah. everything. Yeah, like, I would not be cool with this. I would be going up to the Huggins and the guards and be like, hey, right. I thought this was a restricted beach. Right, exactly. This guy's taking pictures of me. Yeah, it's their tidal pool. That's yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just, it's like, I mean, like, just, like, blatantly, like, I'm mm-hmm. Wade Anchor, and I'm just going to sit here and take yeah. pictures of you women. Exactly. Like, I can't help it if a guy's going to stare. It's right. not something I can help. But what I can help is if somebody takes a photo of me. Oh, you can help it. Oh, oh, I'm breaking that camera over their head. Yeah, exactly. I it, can help it, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think you should just be blowing that off. No, definitely not. But fortunately, Huggins comes along, gets out the old bullhorn and says, mm-hmm. you know, catamaran man, get get out of here, skedaddle. You don't want to get out of here. <laughs> he doesn't. He takes a few more pictures. <laughs> Specifically, though. He takes a picture of the folks. Of the Brigadier. And again, okay, so it's Let's the same it's the same frame. Right. With the same little black overlays. It's the same guy. So it's the same guy. So apparently his camera can take pictures around corners <laughs> and behind trees, even though he's way out in the he's ocean. He's way out in the ocean. He's way out in the ocean. That is the most amazing camera. Yeah. He's gonna be at least a hundred feet away more than that that. like two three hundred feet yeah offshore or at least even just from where Susie and mandy Mm -hmm. are and magnum when he first came in he was in front of the house you cannot see the beach when you are in front of the house yeah there's like a whole gated area yeah that like so that's what i'm saying that camera had to be able to take pictures from around corners (laughs) and behind trees trees, through (laughs) trees that's why in the beginning i was like oh it's a motion sensor camera i was like wow this is high tech. And They've really like, gone high tech. Mm, no, we're just dumb. And, we're just and then trying to when make it's, it sound like Yeah, then when you see it's the same exact frame of this guy who's way out on a catamaran taking pictures, I was like, oh, that's absurd. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Like, mm. I know it's a stupid thing to get annoyed about. Right. But come on. Yeah. It's just, that's just poor writing. But the, the one thing I did like about that scene, though, oh, I mean, I guess Susie gets a little bit more to do. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Susie's the hero of this piece. <laughs> but Susie and Mandy, like, she, Susie's the one who's upset about this guy taking the yeah. photo. And Susie's like, she's like, men think they can just have a tan and show their hairy chest. And, and then outlocks Ma- Magnum. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my hairy chest. And, and, he, somebody, covers and he covers himself. up. <laughs> he covers, up, <laughs> he his, covers up his hairy his, chest. His man... <laughs> his, yeah. his man chest. Yeah, like, and then he, when she leaves, he takes off his shirt. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. I like that part. <laughs> But yeah, like apparently men with a tan and a hairy chest, they think like women are just gonna drool all drool. over them. Nah. But it's like catamaran man look like Oh sickly. Hey, let's let's not. Let's not get personal. Let's not get personal here. <laughs> so Rick calls Well, out. you know, I can't talk. Whenever I first go out under the sun, you know, after winter, I am pale as a ghost. <laughs> after winter. After, after we brave the first rays of the spring sun. Yeah, I'm super white. <laughs> I'm glowing. I'm so white. <laughs> but, <laughs> so Rick calls from his club, and he's wearing a plaid shirt. Mm-hmm. And that's... No fun. No, it was. I was so bored with his choice of shirts. Like, I was like, "This his, is a normal outfit." Even his shirts are boring in this. Yeah, episode. I even wrote down. I was like, "Rick is wearing a normal shirt." Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote seriously right beside it. Seriously. Seriously, like I cannot tell you how boring, how boring and normal this shirt this, was. It was intensely normal. 
<laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so Rick calls him up and is like, I got these guys who want to hire you. And Magnum tells him, yo, I'm going to take this swim, these women. I'm going to take a couple laps. Yeah. And then we'll see. Because well, he says the human body is important. The human body needs to be cultivated. <laughs> like, it's something weird like that. It's just like, I don't know. I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, there's ways of saying things without sounding gross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it takes him two hours or something. It's like 11. He was supposed to be there at 11, and he's already late. Mm-hmm. And Rick is angry, and he's like, this is no way to run a business. Right. And my question is, like, what business are you running, Rick? <laughs> Rick, you're a bar. You like, own a bar. And a cafe. And a cafe. But, like. Because he's serving breakfast. And we also offer mm-hmm. private investigative services. <laughs> this is no, uh, you're on the clock, Magnum. <laughs> I expected you at 11 to talk to these CIA well, you know, folks. It is a big imposition for Magnum to do that to Rick. Well, like, I why mean, don't you just take my clients in your office? But, I mean, like, the clients came to Rick. They didn't, Magnum hadn't reached well, out. Well, why are they coming to Rick? It must be on Magnum's card. <laughs> or however you contact Magnum, just contact I mean, Rick. Here's or my, you contact here, Magnum. Here's my card. Oh, is this your number? No, it's my buddy's number. <laughs> this is his phone. cafe. Here you go. I'm cheap. Here's <laughs> yeah. his card. He'll call me. Oh, and I should also say that before he leaves to go to the cafe, Huggins mm-hmm. tells Mags that the folks and his boys want to have a dinner party right. with all the guests that mm-hmm. are staying at the master's estate. And, and he, he's like, that means a real dinner party. White jacket, like tails, <laughs> like or whatever. Right. I don't know. How do you feel about the whole white jacket thing? I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I've never been to a white jacket event, so I can't really. Right. It just feels very alien to me. Right. Because then I'm thinking, oh, okay, everyone's going to be dressed up. Right. But it just but turned it turns out, out the dinner party. Just... Well, and it's funny. This dinner party was like four people. It was, uh, <laughs> it was it the was... brigadier, the two stews, and Magnum. And Huggins was kind of serving No, he was everyone. serving them. He's, yeah, he was serving them. He's not he invited. Yeah, he wasn't like no. a party. He wasn't no. a guest. He no. was serving them. Yeah. And Max for folks and Huggins are all wearing white jackets. Yeah. And I'm not saying the stews aren't, weren't dressed nicely. They're, they were just in a dress like, I would wear to the beach. Yeah, they were wearing like like something if you yeah. were like a like a... A beach hotel, and yeah. you went down to the cabana yeah. to have a couple of Mai Tais or yeah. something. Like, that. that's, like that's exactly. what they were wearing. Yeah. So I'm like, it just seems weird. <laughs> like, I'm like, why are we overdressing for this? Who right. are we impressing by this? I don't, I don't know. I don't get that level of etiquette at all. I don't either. But, of course, Max doesn't have a white well, jacket. Well, this is now, why we're not super rich, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it turns out the jacket is, like, the real plot of the, the, the show. Yeah, apparently. So uh, Mags doesn't own a white jacket, so yeah. he gets to Rick's restaurant, and he's like, it's TC here. Mm-hmm. And Rick's like, you got to go talk to these guys. They've been sitting in my office, like, all day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, is TC here? TC walks around the corner with, a, with, with a, like, a dry-cleaning jacket kind of thing, mm-hmm. and he's got a white jacket to lend to Mags. And every time TC, like, walks onto screen, mm-hmm. I feel like it's, like, a TGIF event where like the whole audience is like Ooh! like he just comes he just walks on makes his appearance walks out <laughs> yay tc Woo, a lot TC. of charisma there but not really doing anything no, just no. literally handing a jacket to mags and yeah. that was like and you know googling some girls oh yeah googling yeah googling? googling it's a it's a combination of googling. of god <laughs> Yes. Okay, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> can't top googling. No, I can't top googling. 
So, two men that I don't... Okay. Hey, before you continue, let me just tell you. Mm. Talking about this episode is really boring. I'm losing interest. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how we're supposed to keep listeners. This episode is just so boring. (laughs) So, Donkey and, and Hooker. I don't know who they are. <laughs> We're Donkey and Hooker. <laughs> no, it's Dobie, but I call them Donkey. Oh, my God. Was my I name. was like, how did I miss somebody named Donkey and Hooker? <laughs> I was like, that's interesting. Finally something interesting. Finally. And it was all like a spell <laughs> thing. But, but we're going to call them Donkey and Hooker. Okay. Donkey and Hooker are government people? Yeah, who knows? They, they don't even explain who they're working they're for. They're working for Uncle Sam. I but, guess because if you have foreign armies in your land, you want to check up on them. Right, right. Especially volatile for, foreign armies. Yeah, exactly. Like, they know for folks is being targeted by the IRA. Right. I don't even think they tell... They don't even tell Mags at this point, because, like, that's the whole point of the episode. Yeah. Is no one tells anybody anything. Yeah. But, so, no need to know. There's no need to know. You don't we need also, to know. But what we learn about these guys is they're cheap as dirt. Oh, cheap as dirt. They, they... One of them wants to order orange juice, and he's like, but it's three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Rick is like the small is the largest three dollars the smallest two dollars yeah and you're like we can't uh, we it, I mean it was very like we can't justify this cost to the American people <laughs> yeah and I'm like, right whatever guys yeah so we Ma- all have seen the scandals multiple times yeah whatever, whatever. but Mags and Mags magnanimously picks up the phone he's like get him a large orange juice. Um, bye. Yeah, put it on my tab. And so when tab. he says that, Rick just like uh, takes the receipt and just tears it up and throws it in the trash. Because he knows Magnum is never going to oh, pay he did? for it. Yeah. Oh, I missed that part. Oh, no, no. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. So they want Mags to, I don't know, what what is what are they hiring him to do? Spy, I think. I Keep tabs, know. make sure the brigadier is safe, keep his eyes open for, I don't know, insurgents? I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I literally don't know what they were hiring <laughs> him for. I don't know. <laughs> and he gives them their, his prices, $200 a day plus expenses or whatever. Yeah. And they, of course, they can't pay And they're those. like, oh my God, that's oh expensive. <laughs> and Magnum's like, yeah, well, like charity doesn't keep the landlord off my back. And I'm like, you don't even pay rent, no. dude. <laughs> Well, what I thought was funny, too, is that the government people were like, $200 a day is so much. And Rick goes, yeah, it's not if you only work 10 days a year. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Rick had a lot of lines yeah. that I missed, yeah. apparently. Yeah, apparently. That uh, would have kept me more interested. I was keeping my eye on Rick, because everything else was so boring. But yeah, apparently they're just hiring him to keep an eye on hooligans. I don't know. I'd, I we don't, don't know. I don't know. So he drives back to the master's estate. Blah, blah. Mandy blah, blah. shows up, and turns out Mandy's just a big fan of everything She's detective She's asking so, so many questions. questions. So many questions. Oh, what do you do? Yeah. What is detective What's work your like? favorite dog? What's your social security, security number? number? What it's, was your mother's maiden name? What's the ha- hardest password you ever came up with? <laughs> what is your current password? <laughs> it's password one, two, three. What, <laughs> what's your favorite color? What elementary school did you go to? Yeah. Like, really, you know, yeah. interesting personal questions. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, that, and that's where I actually put my first time I'm like, She's a spy. That's where I put it. Hold on. Let's see here. Is Mandy a spy? She's asking a lot of weird personal questions. Yeah. Mandy's not a great spy. No. 
Man, so after that conversation, I was like, she's a spy. She's 100% a spy. Nobody's asking that hey, many questions. Hey, can I go with you? Can I go with yeah. you on your detective works? Yeah. No, we're just So who go. are you eyeing right now? Like, what's going what's on your in your job? cases what are right you doing? now? We met an hour ago. You know? What well, can you tell me tell about Tell me about this? your recent case. Hey, maybe you could take me to, like, <laughs> shake some people down, shake some, shake some thugs down. So do you suspect anyone right now? <laughs> and, um... Uh, Oh, and I, and I, going back a bit, because again, this is going back to like why he's being hired. I don't know. I'm yeah. sure it was mentioned. I probably not at all. I probably I don't know. know. Magnum's like, okay, well, if I'm doing this for you, I got this like catamaran guy taking <laughs> pictures. Can you look in on him? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what did the catamaran guy have to do with anything? Like, why? I don't know. Like, you just like went up to him, was like, hey, find out stuff about the guy <laughs> who's taking pictures. Like. He just looks like a real pervo taking pictures of women on a beach. This is true. And, like, Magnum's, like, involving, like, the, the CIA government. <laughs> in this. Yeah. Well, it's about time you involve the government and some pervos. So he gets a call from... Take those pervs down. He get, <laughs> Take them pervs down. Take them down. So he gets a call from Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> and Donkey. <laughs> Hooker and Donkey give him a call, and they say the catamaran man was... a photographer for a tabloid which is super dumb yeah because like there's nothing there why are you taking pictures of stews how is that going to sell your tabloid issues i guess he said he was going to take pictures of farrah fawcett in the buff well farrah fawcett doesn't live anywhere near there i guess because robin masters is technically but he's never there when any of these ladies are there so who cares so who cares these are just women taking a taking a dip yeah this is like you're gonna put that on the front page of star yeah women have been known to swim women swimming in (laughs) bathing suits taboo (laughs) now back in like 1910 yes so (laughs) so mags pushes back on hooker (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah uh, <laughs> Good wordplay there, honey. <laughs> and he's like, that can't be all. He, are you telling me this is a guy's attack? He's like, that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. So obviously he knows more, but he's obviously. like, he's not telling. It's all need to know. And he says, as far as you're concerned, he's Mr. Clean. Of course, Magnum's like super pissed off about this. Yeah. So he goes to investigate further. So he goes to investigate further. So he mm-hmm. employs Rick. Again. again. Who, okay. Who and apparently this time, can leave his club whenever he wants. Whenever. And he gets this great mover's jumper, but he leaves it completely unbuttoned. It's like, yeah. Why does everyone in this show unbutton their shirts down to their belly buttons? I'm trying to think of, like, something that people could relate to. <laughs> and I can't. But, like, <laughs> let's say, like, it was, like, a jumpsuit, like, Mike or Joel or Jonah would wear on Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> and it's completely but unbuttoned. But it was, like, completely unbuttoned to the belly button. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous apparel for a mover, is well, all I'm saying. Well, and he's trying to be, like, incognito. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, uh, did you see anything strange today? Well, not really. Well, yeah, well, there except was there was this half-naked mover. <laughs> this mover with a greased-up chest. Like, that was weird. It's pretty weird. You look like that guy that owns the club over there. <laughs> He's everywhere. And like, and, and, and Magnum he... makes no effort. <laughs> Magnum's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and jeans, tight tight jeans, tight 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 jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so they're lugging a chest up, and they're acting like it's like super duper heavy. Yeah, but it looks plastic, and, and it looks like there's nothing in it. Why would you put anything in it? You're faking <laughs> people out. 
like, what are you doing? You I guess dumbs? they were like, we need to make this look so realistic. Let's they, put boulders in this thing. <laughs> yeah, because like Rick is like complaining, like, oh yeah. my god, I can't believe, push, don't pull, blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> but I'm like, why'd you put anything in it, you dumb dumbs? You just there to like, like blend Bug in. this guy's house. So, yeah. so their plan to blend <laughs> is to move with a bright Hawaiian shirt and tight tight jeans. Yeah. A uh, jumpsuit unbuttoned to the pelvis, <laughs> greased up chest, cussing as they like yeah. lug up a like comically oversized chest yeah. into like to a hotel a room. hotel room a hotel room. It's a hotel room, so it's not even like someone's house. It's no, like, it's a hotel room. In fact, I wrote it down. I was like, "This is a place where Sam and Dean from Supernatural would stay." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not even a nice hotel. <laughs> like, if it was a like a like nice hotel. Like, I'm no, like, this is one of those really big chests too. Yeah, it's like like I said, this isn't a, oversized. a a travel I, chest or anything. Honestly, at one point, thought Mandy was gonna pop out. <laughs> like he was gonna be like, "Yeah, well, you want to see how I work? Well, this is what I do." And like she's gonna be like. Ta-da! Ah! <laughs> I saw her jumping out of there like one of these birthday cake girls. Yeah. Woo! Like, all right, now we're going to get to detective work. Let's go, guys. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you could have just you could have just gotten two normal-sized suitcases mm-hmm. and been like, we're, like wh- hey, why would you hire a mover to go into a hotel? That's a good question. Or you could have just pretended to be porters and, like, just, mm-hmm. like. But anyway, I well, uh, I'm sorry. There is a reason for it. So he can tilt it just a certain way so people can't see him pick the lock into the room. Oh, are that, you that, kidding me? That's the me? only reason because he. Well, then they should have just brought up some uh, clothes on hangers. He could have like. And had Rick just hold it up there. And that like, would look far more natural than hauling this huge chest up to hey, the hotel room. Hey, guess what? Rim. People aren't looking at you unless <laughs> you're in greased-up jumpsuits, half naked like a porn star. <laughs> so you probably would have been better off just to walk over casually. Yeah. And then two women walk by, and yeah. like Rick is like, hey. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> tweaks his nipples a couple times as he looks at him. But I'm like, they could have seen, the, the case wasn't blocking Magnum. No. So anyone walking by would have saw him they doing blocked. it. Anyway. Well, I guess because they were so focused on Rick's chest that they couldn't <laughs> see anything else from the gleam. I was. Yeah, it was blinding. They get into the hotel room mm-hmm. and Rick is like, what are you looking for? And he's like, I'll know it when I, I'll know it when I know it. Oh, well, obviously. Here we go. Here we go. go. Winging well, it. this time when he knows it, it's literally a bomb. It's literally a bomb. And pictures of bombs. Of bombs. <laughs> <laughs> People have, like, <laughs> centerfold pictures of bombs in their yeah. room. Like, like, hmm, what are they doing in here? Yeah, it was really obvious. Yeah, he, he, like, he he picks up a clock. It's got no timer on it. Yeah. And then he... And then he goes into the bathroom. It's red lit from where the guy was yeah, developing like a, all the pictures yeah, of the brigadier that yeah, he has he, taken. And, and, and there was, like, fake, like, well, not fake, but there was lots of extra plastique around, you know, yeah, for explosives. Pl- yeah. Well, here, I got a question for you. Sure. What was the point of the pictures? Because... I'm not sure. Because... To know that the brigadier was there? But to know what the security was like? To who's he telling? Because because we're going to get to who he's talking to. We all Because Mandy know. already Mandy. knows who's there. Mandy's already there. And That's a really good question. Mandy's honey. already there, has talked to this man, has well, asked him questions, been oh, like, yes, I've been to Belfast, oh, as a matter of fact. I know why it's there. Ooh. I got it. Pat out the it's time. It's to tell Magnum. That the target is the brigadier. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Literally, it's like, well, how's Magnum gonna figure it out? I don't know. He was taking dumb pictures of this guy. 
Perfect. Unnecessary Perfect. pictures of the guy he has to kill. He, he was psyching it, himself up to make a bomb. You to would kill take this a guy. picture of someone to be like to hand off to your asset and be like, yeah. this is the guy you need to kill. Yeah. But she already knows the guy already she needs know. to kill. Mm-hmm. Or or to be like, here's the layout of the compound. Yeah. She already knows the layout already. of the compound. And when he does try to make contact with her, he's not handing her off pictures. No, he's handing her off the bomb. The, the, the bomb. The pictures maybe are just to, like I said, psych himself up while he's building the bomb. You're like, yeah, I'm going to kill him good. Maybe he's just an enthusiast. Maybe he's a hobbyist. <laughs> and he's like, hey, as long as I'm in Hawaii, I'm going to take some pictures of some You know, he is the worst spy. Yeah. And, oh, my God. Because and, and like, he's right okay. out in the open. Okay, okay guys. Wheels are turning in my brain. <laughs> Why was he taking pictures of his asset? Why was he taking pictures of Mandy? I have no idea. This is for later, I guess. <laughs> here's the person. Here's the person we want to kill. Click, click. Here's the person who's going to kill him. Click, click. I'll keep these where anyone can find them. Yeah, he was terrible. So, what? Where were Hunky and Dory are? Donkey and Hooker. Donkey Hooker. Finally. They they show up in the room now. Yeah. It like out of they keep, nowhere, he walks out mysteriously. Of the dark room and they're like pop up like the five little blonde girls. In, <laughs> in D- yeah, except that episode was interesting. That one was actually fun. Yeah. This is not. No. So Donkey and Hooker show up and they're like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "What are you doing here?" And they're like, "We were staking this person out." And he's like, "This is the guy I told you to watch. <laughs> you told me he was clean. What are you doing?" Well, we're doing our jobs. That's all need to know. And he's like, don't you see, with your need to know, that sometimes things don't get known, and that's when we need to know them? Don't you know? It's America. Oh, very confusing. Yeah, so he's like, so promise me, Mm -hmm. no more secrets between us, Hooker. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Hooker agrees. Donkey and Hooker agree. They're like, you know, you know what? No more secrets. No more secrets. Friends don't lie. Friends don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then he's like, oh, and by the way, good stakeout. There's some bombs in here. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to blow this dude up. Yeah. Okay. So now Mags becomes like, every once in a while, the show, every once in a while, in the five episodes we've seen, Mags <laughs> becomes like the voice of It's Reeves. a pattern. They like, they flip the roles. They flip yeah. the script. On the Huggins Mags relationship, and, right. and and Mags is like, "Why are you inviting for folks here?" Yeah. And Huggins is like, "Well, he was my former brigadier general. Mm-hmm. I, I like him, or whatever." Yeah. And remember, it, Robin Masters invited him, really. And Robin Masters invited him. So, and Huggins, yeah. I guess, vouched for him. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Don't you see? You're putting everyone in danger. Having like, why would you bring this into yeah. this house? You're supposed to be protecting." Yeah, this I'm house. pretty sure that the brigadier was literally on vacation. And he was taking a vacation with Robin I think he was, uh, Otherwise, yeah. why else would he be there? Well, we learn when they decide to no longer tell secrets anymore <laughs> that there's two IRA... They have a very open and honest relationship. There are two <laughs> IRA men who are being held. Mm-hmm. And they're they're about to be, like, indicted or... or oh. There's a trial coming up. Wow, I missed that completely. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> this is during your second nap. <laughs> There's two IRA agents who have or who are about to stand trial, and if they get convicted, the IRA has telegraphed, t- telegram, told everyone they're going to kill for folks. Oh, so that's like Wait, well, what? that's the whole thing. Oh wow, I that's missed whole, that completely. Whole, yeah, you missed the whole episode. I missed it. Completely. You're focused on the jacket, and you missed it. 
I was focused on Rick's gleaming chest. <laughs> that, that, that's why they're after for folks. Right. In the first place. Okay. 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 He, he, Things are re- starting to make a little bit more sense. They're going to retaliate okay. against this if he he if. It oh, does. okay. So. Okay. So they have their dinner party. Mm-hmm. Magnum's pissed off at Huggins right. because Huggins also is like, "Well, why is he here?" or whatever. And like Huggins gives him, like, "I didn't need to know." Right. And it's just like the whole episode's really about communication between people, open, <laughs> honest communication. <laughs> and if we just communicate with each other, really. Billy, we'd find out we're all just humans. We're all just humans. We all make mistakes. Yeah. We're all beautiful and ugly at the same time. (laughs) So Speak for yourself. I'm beautiful all the time. (laughs) I'm beautiful all the way. In and out. In In and and out. out. (laughs) Suck on that. (laughs) So, so, um, Mags decides to go down to the beach because the stew said they were going down to the beach. Of course he's going down to the beach. Of Of course. course he's going down to the beach. And on his way down to the beach, he's smoking a cigar mm-hmm. and leaning against a tree is for folks who has a conversation with him mm-hmm. that was so boring. Oh, I had no idea what they were talking about. It was like old, boring white man over I here, think... <laughs> younger, boring white man over here. And it was just yeah. white noise. <laughs> yeah. It was just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't focus. <laughs> I had no idea what they said. I couldn't It was something about, like, he was trying to figure out who Magnum was working for. Oh, right, and, right, 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 right. And I, I, I'm sorry. And he, and I then, didn't. And, and basically, it all is just so Magnum can be. It's a whole conversation. It's a whole dumb, boring, waste of time conversation mm-hmm. just so Mags can tell a person, I guess you don't need to know. <laughs> and he perpetuates the cycle. But then something fun happens. Does it? Yeah. Okay, what a guy gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. So, Susie. In her third line of the show, <laughs> gets to say, I'm cold. I'm going to bed. Mandy, meanwhile, is like, I'm going to take a few more laps. She does not take she, a few more laps. I noted that she did not take a single lap. <laughs> she was clearly time. waiting for her spy friend to deliver the bomb. And he came in, like, a black swimsuit, which is yeah. fine, but it was a snorkel? Yeah. <laughs> so you have to kind of be above water? <laughs> yeah. To make this work, but it's pitch black out, so yeah. I don't know how they saw him, to be honest. I didn't see him. I well, they were just okay. So he's did swimming. it gleam off his snorkel gear? He's swimming toward. I'm doing a dab, just in case you didn't want to. We're doing, doing a doggy, doggy paddle. paddle. <laughs> yeah, I was too. So he's swimming over, still doing a doggy paddle. Nice. He's swimming over, and Magnum's coming over to Mandy because he's gonna lay down some charm. He's gonna lay down some stash loving, <laughs> and um, and he sees like the reflection off of like his like braces or something. He's like, okay. oh my god, there's a guy. And the Brits like uh, just whip out their assault rifles and start fire firing indiscriminately. Yeah, they at, nearly like, kill Mandy. They nearly kill Magnum. Yeah, They're just shooting. Magnum like has crazy. to like shove her down yeah. <laughs> to save her life because these people are like. It, they were reckless. Oh, and I'm fairly certain he legit hurt her in that scene. Oh. Because in a future scene, like the, the following morning, uh-huh. when he's out to go for a dip to find out what right. the guy left behind, uh-huh. she has this really nasty red mark on her back that wasn't there before. So I'm thinking she got injured in that scene. <laughs> Let's make it so. Because, <laughs> I mean, he did kind of like slam her down he, on the rock. Like, I mean, like, I feel like Tom Selleck is the type of guy who's like, all right, yeah, what are we doing in the scene? All right, I'm going to tackle her. Yep, going to do it. Got it. Going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> get it? Get it? I can do it again. And, and she's, she's like, like, knocked out. Yeah, like, oh. she's like, I'm going to do my own stunts. 
<laughs> and it's like, oh god. I'm gonna be in a show with Tom Selleck. <laughs> Because, yeah, they cover her up really fast, yeah. that morning scene. He it's the only me. time they've really covered her up. Yeah. And I just happened to notice she had this big right. red mark on her back. Which, I mean, to be fair, though, they weren't really sexualizing No, no, they're just they, they, in bikinis. They were just there. They were, it wasn't as yeah. bad as some of the other no. uh, things. No, this was a lot better. I mean, they were in, like, bikinis, but it yeah. made sense because they were at the beach. So, yeah, I mean, like, why wouldn't you be? I mean, like, Thomas is the one who looks like a dork when he shows <laughs> up in, like, jeans. Right. But yeah, I'm fairly certain she got injured. <laughs> so, so they go back to the room, puts Mandy to sleep, yeah, like, with, like a child, with a single hot toddy. <laughs> with a single, and, and Huggins tells us, he's like, "We gave her a hot toddy. She'll be out for a while." She'll be out for and a while. And I was like, "Really? Was it roofied? I That's mean, the only way she's passing out after I mean, a like, hot toddy." According, according to all of this, she was like <laughs> nearly killed by like some. Spy, yeah, and then, then nearly killed, gunned her. down, and then tackled, and then tackled, and nearly a, drowned. A mustache, hairy chested mustache. <laughs> and you're telling me a single hot toddy is gonna lay her out? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. She needs like no. quaaludes. Yeah, <laughs> get, the, get this woman some ludes. <laughs> so um, now, now Magnum is pissed off though because mm-hmm. they did kill somehow. I mean, I guess if you shoot enough bullets at the ocean, you're going to hit something. Right. So, like, they they killed this guy, and Magnum's like, well, we don't even know what he was here for. Right. Like, we don't know anything about this guy. He could have just gotten lost while scuba diving, to be honest. (laughs) To be quite honest with you, it was dark. Yeah. I mean, he could have been, like, he could have just been a perv. Yeah, he could have. I mean, like... We know he was a perv. Not that that forgives it, but I mean, like... Well, you don't gun down a perv just because he's a perv. No, you kick him in the nuts. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Smash his camera over his head. Exactly. Exactly. This this is why we have laws. <laughs> you don't just go around killing people. Yeah. So, and he's like really mad and everyone's like giving him the whole run around, run around. Mm-hmm. And uh, the nice part about this scene though is that as they're going off, they're toddling off to bed, mm-hmm. Huggins turns to Magnum and he holds his hand as I'm doing to you now. Oh. He doesn't actually hold his hand. No. He says, Why are you stroking it? <laughs> Stop That's how to do it. <laughs> That's what Magnum says. Why are you stroking it? <laughs> just I to get be bored. clear. Just I to be get... clear. <laughs> oh my god. Just to be clear. You I'm, not stroking... no. I'm not literally no. masturbating. No, no, right no. Now. you were stroking my hand, but it was still very weird. <laughs> we don't have a lot of physical contact. <laughs> no, we don't. Anyway, get back to the episode. <laughs> he strokes it. Uh, and he says, Magnum. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're all right. And that's the first time that, like, Huggins has actually shown any kind of, like, right. real care for Magnum. Like, yeah. Like, it's like... Well, and, too, that's because Magnum was like, hey, if Huggins wants to know what's going on, you tell Huggins what's going on. Right. He was getting really furious because Huggins is the chief security right. here at the estate. Two people were almost gunned down. Yeah. Guests of Robin Masters. Yeah, he's the one who... Huggins like, gets really angry when you upset the guests of Robin Masters. When you upset the equilibrium, the homeostasis of When the you try gunning mansion. down a stew, Huggins <laughs> will on. get angry. I mean, yeah. that is, a stew is more priceless than gold. <laughs> is it worth more than a Gauguin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, another deep hole. Oh, okay, so five children or one stewardess equals one Gauguin. Yay! <laughs> we worked out the monetary oh value of a I would, woman. I would love it by the end of like this podcast <laughs> if we had like a, a real like <laughs> elaborate like what everything is. Like, right. 3,000 cheesy gordita crunches equals one Gauguin. <laughs> oh, that's mean. I just said five kids and a, and a grown woman are only worth 3,000 cheesy gordita crunches. 
<laughs> I better be worth way more than yeah. cheesy gordita crunches. And a Pepsi. And a Gauguin. <laughs> and a Gauguin. <laughs> <laughs> so Donkey and Hooker say, case closed. We're done. Mm-hmm. We're done here, guys. And Magnus We like, called the spy. We got this. Who spy. cares what he was carrying or bringing in or wasn't? We're gonna have. Some we people. killed him. We're gonna have. Some Our people. job here is done. Yeah. All right, honey. The episode. Let's <laughs> move on. But wait, there's more. I'm oh, no. They say they're gonna have some people to clean up the body and like I think in the morning I'm like, so you're just gonna leave a dead yeah, bleeding body? Yeah, for the sharks to for come the in. Sharks to come in and get stuck in the tidal pool where all your guests swim. Yeah, and you know something about that tidal pool. Mm. We got a first, like, we got an underwater shot of, like... It's so coral reefy. It's, like... How are you not constantly cutting yourself? You would be... Like, that's probably where she hurt her. <laughs> you, like, threw her under fire coral yeah. or something. Like, it was it's really like, bad. It's not have, like, sand at all. No, you got, like, it's maybe... It's jagged like a, and tons of coral. It's, like, a foot and a half of water, mm-hmm. which, of course, have waves. Yes. <laughs> and then it's, like... Just the jaggy, jaggiest, <laughs> gnarliest coral you've ever seen in your life. Uh, Not even like a pretty coral no. reef. It looks like trash. It's covered in like moss and kelp and it's just bad. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't know how you're no. doing your laps in there. It doesn't no. look pleasant. It looks dangerous. Like um, an octopus will eat you every time you go in. Yeah, or yeah. sharks. When or you sharks. Like leave spines just bleeding out <laughs> in your tidal pool. Octopi so. do enjoy eating human flesh, right? Sure <laughs> <laughs> do. Sure we eat their tentacles, they eat us. It's, it's a give-give. You know. Yeah. All right. The way of life is. <laughs> so when he goes down, he wants to go and look in the tidal pool mm-hmm. and, like, see what's there. Basically, he's like, yeah. he got shot. He must have had something. Because apparently nothing leaves the tidal pool into the ocean. <laughs> nothing ever leaves the tidal pool, says Robin Master. <laughs> like, I why wouldn't it have been here like, and they never leave. It was never washed away in the tide. Because a tidal pool is about, like, the tide coming in, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's only a tidal pool, from what I understand, mm-hmm. and I'm no marine biologist or oceanographer, <laughs> but I believe a tidal pool is when the tide is high, it fills up with water. Uh, right, as it should. And then when the tide is out, it's just... It drains of water. So why wouldn't it be pulling out the guy's stuff? Yeah. I mean, trash doesn't just stay close to the beach. Trash gets taken out into the ocean. Yeah. So why would it still be there in the morning? Because you've had to have had at least one tide. Maybe he knows when high tide is. Like, maybe, like, mm-hmm. it's still high tide until, like... Well, this is a boring line of conversation. Uh, the whole <laughs> thing is boring. I'm so sorry. I can't, I, you can't put... You can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a sleeping pig of an episode. Yeah. So, anyway, so he, he goes down there. Uh, Mandy's down there. And she says, like, Oh, Magnum, I was so scared. He's like, come to me and rest your head against my hairy Brillo pad And then they go, mmm, Magnum. We're in love. (laughs) So they make out. And and then she makes it a point to gently carry her towel. Yeah, and then then my next note is, she's totally a spy. (laughs) 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 So So he goes out into the tidal pool. He finds nothing. Nothing. Meanwhile. Because it's already been found. It's already been found. Actually, I don't even think she had to go find it. I think they did do a switch off before he was shot. Because we're just getting the camera angles of him swimming. But when could he have done it? Because Susie had to be gone. Well, maybe Susie was gone a lot longer than than it looked. Because editing is crappy? Yeah, because the editing's crappy. (laughs) 
<laughs> because, yeah. So, I mean, that, that makes sense. Maybe they had already conducted their business. Right. So, she... <gasps> Turns out to be a spy, <laughs> and she goes. She puts the bomb in the gas tank. Yeah, she puts car. it in a car, it, it, and I kept being like, for some reason, there's a timer on it, and I kept being like, as soon as that car turns on, it's gonna blow up. Why yeah. is she standing so close to that car? But then I was like, oh wait, there's a she's timer. She's got five minutes. So, on got, it. so we got a ticking clock at the end of this episode. Yeah, and it's um, a ticking clock. It's a ticking clock. Mags is coming back from the tidal pool, disappointed mm-hmm. he didn't find anything. Didn't get eaten by a shark. But he did get to, you know, kiss a stew. He got to kiss a stew. His lifelong dream is One out of three, checked. (laughs) He got a 33% uh, record with them stews. And um, he realizes that when he was searching through Catamaran Man's uh, uh, hotel room, Mm -hmm. he had a Audi. An uh, Audi. An Audi. Mm -hmm. He had an Audi. But in belly button. (laughs) A-U-D-I, Audi. Audi um, manual. Yeah. But he doesn't own an Audi. Audi, which I don't know how we knew that. I don't either. As far as I know, he just well, I guess he just catamaran. I guess he just assumed because he he was like, well, why would he own this? He's just here right. on vacation. Well, and it turns out that Folks also has an Audi. Mm-hmm. No, Robin <laughs> has an Audi. Robin has because an... it's Robin two on the license. Plate. Right, right. And Huggins is taking Folks and his boys to the airport. Mm-hmm. You know, got five minutes on the clock. Mags realizes this, and he's like, I realized this. Mm-hmm. And Mandy pulls out a gun. From her towel, that where she was also hiding the bomb. It is the most, you agree with me, this was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Yeah. Because she was holding the gun, but she was also holding the towel against her chest. Yeah, because she didn't want to drop the towel. Yeah, like the actress <laughs> didn't want to like get the towel dirty. Yeah. So she's like cradling the towel, and I'm like, this looks ridiculous. Yeah. And Magnum's like, Drop the gun, Mandy. I'm going to go save my boy Huggins. Okay? <laughs> and the Brits, who apparently They just were shoot still her in the there. back. They were still there. Yeah, they were Man. still there, and they just shoot, shoot her, in, her back. in the back. Boom. Mandy's Boom. dead. Mandy's dead. That's it. Don't worry about Susie. No. You know. No, we don't even hear anything about Susie. Susie sleeps through it, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Susie's a big sleeper. And he gets all pissed off. He's like, oh, she wasn't going to shoot. You know. But like, And they're like, yes, she was. Yes, yes, she was. And he's like, no, she wasn't. And, I would have uh, shot. So he Ferraris after Huggins, mm-hmm. meets him on the highway. There's like a, <laughs> the music during this scene like sounded very much like acid rock mm-hmm. or like the beginning of Who's That Lady. Like, and it was a real time chase scene. Oh my God. It took yeah. forever. Yes. It and we're just watching him drive. This isn't Fast and Furious. No. This is like if you turn on like the news and there's like a high speed yeah. chase and it's like the most boring thing you've ever but seen. But it in wasn't life. even a high speed chase because even though the uh, odometer yeah, says 100 miles an hour. Well, there's no reason for it to be because. I mean, speedometer says 100 miles per hour. He's clearly only going 30. Yeah. I mean, like, and like Huggins has no reason to be speeding yeah. either. So it's like. There's nothing really exciting about any of this. Oh, it's this is, so boring. And he's like, pull over, pull over. You got a bomb in the car. And then my favorite part is, so, like, he forces him off the road. And he runs up to the car like a like a wounded giraffe. <laughs> and he goes, and he stops him, and he says, he says, get the hell out. There's a bomb in the car. Yeah, it was so emotionless. It was so bland. <laughs> and, and then Huggins says, okay. Bomb? And then they always run. And, and then they run. And then it doesn't blow up. And, yeah. and then, like, the timer they'd shown us had, like, 15 seconds. And, yeah. like, oh, like, I'm out. <laughs> Eternities had gone by. And it had not blown up. And then, finally, the folks is like, when's it going to blow up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it blows up. Yeah. And then, um, 
So for folks, it's like, it was the girl. Mandy is completely stripped of all identity yes. at this yeah. point. She's just uh, the, the girl. girl. So just, it was the girl. Well, I guess we missed her, and, and Magnum says, you men didn't miss her. Oh, this episode. And then I woke up from my stupor. Yeah. And, I mean, this is how bad the show is. Hmm. So we, now we have an epilogue of sorts mm-hmm. where Rick is cooking. Tying up loose ends. Rick is cooking spaghetti for mm-hmm. <laughs> for Magnum. <laughs> Look like with maybe like octopus ink or something. I don't. It was like black. He and was like chunky. Frank Sinatra. I love like, this. Oh, you want pasta? But it was black and crunchy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not eating any kind I'm of not crazy eating spaghetti that is. chef boy or <laughs> gunky just that he just served. burned. But <laughs> that Rick burned. But this is how bad the episode is. Okay. Rick is wearing the damn hot dog shirt again. Yeah, that was so infuriating. The, oh my god! Do the you entire any, episode. Now get this: the first we time we see Rick, we only do this podcast to talk about his shirt. <laughs> the first time we see Rick, he's in a normal shirt. Normal, off the rack, JCPenney's yellow plaid. Shirt. I even said seriously in my notes. Because <laughs> I, I, I want to be inside your head at that moment. Like, seriously? Seriously. <laughs> I can't believe I wrote seriously on the same line. Seriously, Magnum P.I.? Rick is wearing a normal shirt. Seriously? Are you you effing with me right now? Magnum P.I., you couldn't even put him in a decent shirt? Where's my my sinking Titanic shirt? Where's my melting ice cream shirt? Where's my, I don't know. But no, they put him right back in the hot dog shirt. In the hot dog shirt. So It wasn't even worth it. We get two Rick shirts. Yeah. And they weren't even worth it. It was, it, the, the, it. Whole, the whole episode <laughs> was pointless at this point. <laughs> and everyone's very nonchalant that Mandy died. Yeah, I'm cares. the only one who remembers Mandy's name. I'm keeping her memory alive. <laughs> Everyone else is just like, Rick is just like, yeah, people die sometimes. It's like, you move on. Yeah. Well, not everyone dies because they were planning a bomb to kill my friend <laughs> and shot right in front of me yeah. brutally with assault rifles. Yeah. Like Magnum. Sails into his chair, mm-hmm. has the shortest shorts I ever did see. You know, I any think shorter, X-rated. and we would have seen everything. It was just basically a hug on his junk. Yeah, please just cross your legs. It, it, you could have spray painted those <laughs> his junk navy blue. Come it, on, we're keeping this a top class. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> royal blue. <laughs> good job, good job, good job, Israel. Good job. Thanks. Good job. Every once in a while. So TC shows up, the whole crowd of TGIF at the the Winslow's house all... (laughs) He's like, hey, Magnum, just here to pick up my jacket. I got a hot date tonight. And he's like, what happened to my jacket? Magnum's like, nothing Nothing. Here it is. And he's like, how do you know... Oh, no, he says, how do you know something happened to your jacket? And he's like, because you said nothing happened to my jacket. Okay. Yeah, okay. Whatever. So he gives him his jacket, and he's like, I'm going to go for a swim in the in the tidal pool where the mm-hmm. man was dead and probably sharks are yeah, still there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I've got to clean Mandy's blood off the driveway. <laughs> yeah, i got to clean <laughs> <laughs> the viscera <laughs> that sprayed over my Ferrari. She, uh, So he's, like, walking out, and TC's like, I got a hot date tonight. Mm-hmm. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Got to put on my white jacket right now. Uh-oh. It's too tight. Because I guess it's shrunk in the seawater? I guess the seawater. 
seawater do that? I don't think that. I don't cold, think, cold water, water doesn't, doesn't shrink. Water doesn't just make your clothes shrink. <laughs> no. <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me. And it shrunk a lot. A lot. Because it was already small. The, one of the running gags that we didn't even get into mm-hmm. was that it was too small for Magnum. Well, but it still even. fit, kind of. It kind of fit, yeah. but he was like, I can't reach across the table to get the salt because everyone will think I'm a weirdo. <laughs> but, At this white jacket event that only four people are attending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. So, big moment. Big moment. Was the joke worth it? No. Was anything worth it in this episode today? No. 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 I would watch this episode if I ever needed to go to sleep. I swear to God. Yeah. It was so... Well, I think, too, we've been watching a lot of Veronica Mars, so there's a, a complete turnaround with, well, like... Well, yeah, we went, through, we went through Stranger Things and then Veronica Mars. Yeah. Where, like, in, in Veronica Mars is snappier, has yeah. snappier patter. Yeah. And this does not. Yeah, so it was it was an abrupt change yeah. is what I'm trying so, to say here. So you're saying it's our fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't, it wasn't, I would it skip was, it. I, if you're like watching these episodes as we talk about. It's a solid C. C minus. I mean, I, I fell asleep in biology. He's at, so. he's, <laughs> he's at risk of being put on the dean's list. Mm. I mean, not the dean's list, the what was the no, the dean's list is like A's. <laughs> yeah. I was on the dean's list multiple uh, times. Yeah. Yes, let me talk about my genius. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, he, uh, I don't know. It's just not, if you're watching these along with us, I, honestly, I would say mm-hmm. skip this one. It's a big skipper. Yeah, it's pretty boring. It's a muddy mud skipper. I mean, like, unless you really want to see the, the theme song or hear it. But you but, could hear, there's two episodes before this that had the same dumb theme song. Yeah. You could watch it there. He did not help anyone swim. Mm. The tidal pool it's is garbage. It's not crucial to any plots. You know. It's not like there's an on. Oh, you know what? I think maybe that's our problem. There's no. Is there's not an overarching mystery. Well, and that's the thing with, that's the thing with like older TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like nowadays. It was just you have, Monster you have, of the you have, Week at that point. You have like serialized storytelling yeah. now where even if it's Monster of the Week, there's still like something that's like yeah. leading to the bigger thing that's exactly. happening. And this has none of that. No. And I'm not, nothing was like particularly interesting about mm-hmm. it. it. It wasn't funny. It wasn't. Was it flashy? It wasn't flashy. It wasn't no. even like, there wasn't even like the sexism. No. And like stuff that outrage, like no. gives you kind of an outrage and like a pump of adrenaline. Like There wasn't, hey, and, but props. For not having it. No racism. No racism. None. No, none, none at I all. Didn't, I didn't see any. There you go. Hey. Bare minimum. Yeah. You got solid C. Solid C for Solid not being C. racist. For being bare minimum human. <laughs> anyway, if you want to get in touch with... Oh, uh, next week we are going back to Cabot Cove. Uh-huh. And we have a listener, uh, Gigi Tastic, who said she could not wait for us to get to this one, A okay. Dog's Life. I looked at the synopsis. Uh-huh. I don't recognize it. So <laughs> I, I, But from what I understand, it's going to be bonkers. So it's going to be okay. like the anti-this-dumb episode. Nice. So I'm nice. looking forward to that. Okay. Hopefully Gigi Tastic didn't just like oversell it. <laughs> well, I'm already feeling oversold. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling very oversold. <laughs> but, but that's just because I've just watched this episode. I mean, I, anything after this. I mean, anything after this would be better. And sure. if you can well, give it's me, already like, going to be better. It's Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, and if you can give me, like, a real bonkers episode mm-hmm. of Murder, She Wrote, like, I'm all in. So, you Agreed. know, so this is something to look forward to in the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, if you have anything you want to reach out to us, you want to talk to us, or whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you can always get us on Twitter, at Magnum, She Wrote, and you can get us uh, on email, 
Stop it. Oh, my God. Every time. You look at me now. Like, I'm so... I feel like I shrivel. I shrivel when you look at me. Anyways, Magnum, she wrote at gmail.com. Boom. It looks could kill, honey. <laughs> okay. What do you want to say? Nothing, really. All right. I, this episode is just boring. Yeah, I'm Even sorry. Even Rick's clothes are boring. Have you ever watched a show that you feel like you need to apologize to people? Like, I apologize <laughs> for this one. I'm sorry. It is boring. But you know what's not boring? Hmm. Our love for you all. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It goes on and on like and on. Like an Energizer Bunny. And on and on. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I love you. Bye. See you next week. Bye. You didn't wave. Bye. Bye. Dork. <laughs>